Oh, yeah, she doesn't want to deal with your shit. It's Tuesday night, February 15th, 2022, at 6.30 on the dot. It's not 6.31. Yeah. Uh, we're coming at you live from Chicago. Another possible storm is coming. Another possible no storm is coming. We really well, have no idea. Hang on, is it definitely is it definitely happening now? I saw a different model. Well, according to the weather report, hey, it's Al Archer, the weather center. Uh, it, it, it looks like the, the, the highest models have seven inches as the most, and we can we can handle seven inches. All right, back to you in the intro, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you heard it there from Al Larcher at the weather center. I am Clark Lawrence, and here introducing you to live at the Sports Attic, the show that we do every Tuesday night at six thirty p.m. You can find us on Twitter. On uh, you can watch us on Twitch at at uh, twitch.com slash sportsaddict on Twitch. You can find us on YouTube. Search for Larcher and Lawrenson. We're always on Facebook Live, and as always, we broadcast live for audio on Blog Talk Radio, and then grab the podcast pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Grab it there, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to hand this show over to my partner, the one and only. Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the third. Well, Clark Lawrence, it's a pleasure to be doing another uh, program with you tonight. Uh, we have some exciting stuff to talk about. Are we going to start in L.A.? Are we going to start in Chicago? Are we going to start in Morton Grove? We gonna Are start... we going to start in Cicero, Illinois? You we, tell me where we're we, going, we, buddy. We start with... I will push the button on the sports machine, which I bought at a garage sale in uh, Tucson, Arizona, about 10 years ago. It's the old George Michael sports machine. I will push a button on the sports machine, and I will take us there. But you got to tell me where we're going, man. Man, I'm, I am prepared to start wherever you want. We can start with the beginning of the weekend. It was one heck of a long-filled weekend. Friday night, I was able to go over to the Chicago Theater. We had intentions to do happy hour, uh, me and a couple of guys over at McCormick and Schmidt happy hour. But we got there, Al. We got to McCormick and Schmidt for their happy hour, and they told us we don't have happy hour tonight for the holiday, for the holiday weekend. And I'm racking my brain. What are you talking about the holiday weekend? Let's go to Chicago, Illinois. And then the host busts out. She says, uh, well, here's our Valentine specials. And we're like, oh, the Valentine holiday. They're counting Monday as part of the Friday happy yeah. hour holiday, which bullshit. Garbage, garbage. Valentine's Day, number one, it's not, it's not a weekend event, okay? Right. It's uh, the day of, and it's manufactured by uh, Saints and Hallmark. And those are the two people behind it. It's a deep-rooted conspiracy. Uh, I think there's some actors involved that, that, that fake that somebody sent an error Somebody cut an ear off and sent it to some person, yep. and uh, I think it was deep state rooted actors involved in the whole thing. It, it's all it's all a scam. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were doing that to pregame before we went over to the uh, to the show at the Chicago Theater. War on drugs over there. Uh, we ended up going over to uh, a place called the uh, not the um, yeah the Emerald Loop from the Vaughn family of uh, of Vaughn's Pub of uh, Corcoran's. They used to have Mystic Celt over there on oh, Southport. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so we went there. Well. Emerald Loop, that's where we used to film the Beer Down show back in the day uh, when we were on with, uh, with the, the Beer Down guys, with Kellen and Casey. Yeah, yeah, we had some good times there. We recorded some fun, fun things. I will uh, say, oh, 
I'll say that uh, I had a great I'm, – I'm glad I was there. It was 550 Zombie Dust, and uh, we threw around a couple of plate appetizers, so we didn't eat that much. Went to the concert, and then after, you know, Brent was in town, and uh, he was staying nearby, so we went over to the restaurant at the hotel at the Wit, and I, uh, I had an expensive double cheeseburger to end my evening. Wow. Yeah. You uh, got a hotel cheeseburger. That's, uh, like, that's the life, man. I mean, it's a fancy that's restaurant. That's living big. It's a fancy restaurant right there, you know? Like, uh, yeah, it was good. Very delicious. Very delicious one, I'll tell you that much. Uh, big lingerie and big chocolate are also involved. If we'd have gone to the happy hour at McCormick and Schmidt, we wouldn't have yeah. had – We I wouldn't have been able to have that delicious double cheeseburger at the end of the night, so – Everything happens Why? Did really you easy. only have a little bit of an allowance? Were you sent out with an allowance? No, or? I probably wouldn't have been hungry enough, like that hungry for a double cheeseburger after. I didn't really eat anything before the show is what I'm saying. I don't think I would okay. have thought to have a double cheeseburger at the time, which also may have saved my next morning, which may have saved my Saturday for the trip down to Cicero, Illinois, down to the Cicero yeah. Stadium. We, we had some margaritas. We had some tequila shots. And we had some wrestling. Oh, and... You know, we we had a national story come out of it. You know, the lady yelled at us after the show, and not us. You know, we were good. We, but, we were fine. You know, she yelled at some people. We and, cheered at her and, yelling. We cheered at Thunder's yelling. It was yeah. fantastic. So uh, Saturday night, y'all, I picked up Al uh, to head out. And one one idea was we might just hit up the Olive Garden because it's easy and it's nearby. I love the Olive Garden. I do, too. Fanta- it's one of my favorite Italian restaurants. It's probably it's the best. Where else can you find that good of Italian food? In All right, we get it. You got a nice hat, Clark. You don't have to like uh, purposely lean into the camera to, to show us your I'm hat. I'm still getting there. that echo over there. I had to turn down the, uh, the TV. Echo. Yeah, it's coming through the TV. Your your usual issue there. Is that any better, Clark? No, I picked you up, and uh, you, you you all this you 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 wanted to go all music expert on me, you know? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, you had on you had on your uh, your your Nancy Reagan's war on drugs. Yep. Yeah. And uh, no, you know, and then after the show, I mean, we had a whole uh, 90s uh, uh, critique session. That was a little more professional because that I have experience in yes, the war yes. on drugs. I was just giving you shit with because, you know, it's uh, it's Clark. You, you said, what's to. this 80s music? And I'm playing the war on drugs most recent album. I'm like, all right. So then I switched it over to Spoon's. Most recent album, which came out the day before. It came out on Friday. Spoon, uh, the new album, uh, Lucifer on the Sofa. Still saying 80s music. So on the way home, I thought about that experiment. Should we, you want to talk about the ride home and then we'll get back to the show? Well, I mean, you seem, you seem like you're all excited to talk about the ride home. So, I mean, you might as well. Uh, Well, you being a fan of country music. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me hit the button. All right. We're sending it to the ride home coming out of Cicero, Illinois. Get a sports machine. Yes. Um, no. So on the way, wow. Did you see that I wrote uh, live at the sports attic 02.015.22, which is technically correct. That is technically correct, right? Like 02. I don't know. 15, yeah. No, you, uh, you a fan of country music, um, you being a fan of country music, and I know that you like a lot of 90s country music, as do I. The, some of it's not up your alley. But I do know that you do like a lot of 90s country music. And sure. Last summer, my, my boss at the Segway shop, before, before she moved on, she played this group, American Aquarium, for me. I guess oh, they, Jesus. And they, uh, during the pandemic, uh, they recorded two albums that were 90s covers. So we started out with uh, 
And I, I, I prefaced it. Like I said to you, Al, I was like, I don't know if I should do this. And you're like, come on, let's go. Where did, yeah. we, where did we end up? There were about nine songs that we listened to. Right. Of the I remake. I, I gave two thumbs, two thumbs up, maybe a thumb and a half out of all the songs I heard. I mean, listen, I, and I'll explain this like I explained it to you in the vehicle, Clark. You, if you take a song, okay, and it was pr- done well the first time, and you cover it, and you add nothing to the song, you don't change its genre, you don't change its tempo, you don't, you don't, you don't change the meeting through through uh, your your life experiences, you know, like Johnny Cash and Hurt. If you just cover the damn song in the same way it was originally done, and you're not as good as the original people, well, then it's shitty. Like, the music you played made me want to go and listen to a 90s country playlist, which there's a plethora of on any musical platform. So why listen to these jagoffs? Oh, I got a pizza story. I took my dad. We'll get there. I took my dad to Pequot. He's never been to Pequot. Somebody remind us about the pizza store. Oh, boy. Sausage onion. Sausage onion, extra sauce. That's a good call. That's That's fine. The proper pizza. That's a good pizza. All right. So so you play that shitty 90s music. And, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't go anywhere, man. It's the same stuff over and over. And then you have songs about, like, uh, molestation, like uh, incest, you know, uh, 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 sung by a woman originally, now being sung by a dude. Like, it, 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 was, just, uh, it was just garbage, man. The whole album is garbage. I have a little the two bit songs of- I liked doesn't I, make up I for have, the fact that it's a horrible, have a, a horrible musical experience you subjected me to in a vehicle with no escape on a cold <laughs> night in Chicago, in a bad neighborhood, nonetheless. You were having fun. I att- he was having fun, y'all. I guarantee it. He was having a lot of fun with this. Yeah, um, I did kind of enjoy it. Yeah, you did. Uh, there was, I forget which song it was that came on, but you – well, first of all, you said it makes you want to listen to a 90s playlist, so maybe this group, American Aquarium – is helping these artists from the 90s, some of them, which haven't had their, their albums listened to in a long time. Maybe they're hitting them up, giving them new listens, doing no, more digital downloads. I don't know. Nobody's listening to this band. They're like, if this was a popular band, then maybe your theory would, would play out. But the fact that I never heard of them the songs we is, heard, is a bad sign. But I, from what I understand, and I haven't heard their previous albums, they did have some traction. Like a couple of my other friends, music friends, like Brent, like our, our guy Brent. He had been like, oh, I've heard of them. Like, they, they've, they've been getting a little Brent's bit of play heard of before everything. Them. That's what Brent does. He listens to new music. I, I appreciate um, bands doing anything. Like, that's what they did during the pandemic. They used their time to do that, right? Like, I, I don't know. I just appreciate them doing that. But also, So the quote, the, the, the takeaway quote we could throw into the Twitter chat is, Clark, I appreciate bands doing Things. Yeah, thank that's you. what you just said. Quote. Yeah, write okay. it down. Well, good. I do too. I send that out to Twitter. Send things. that out to Twitter. That'll top all the AEW news and everything today. Uh, Bubba shot the jukebox. That ain't my truck. What, what, Bubba shot the jukebox. <clears throat> that song. It's not a great song, okay? <clears throat> but to me, personally, it's one of my top five, like Al songs, songs that that I care about. Bubba shot the jukebox. Yes, it's about a guy named Bubba who shoots a jukebox. I mean, they explain it all deep. right in the title. Like, like, there's no dancing involved. It's pretty deep right there. It really is. He went to his truck and got a 45. Bubba shot the jukebox last night. 
you know, why cover that? It was fine the first time. Bubba shot the jukebox and that needed to be covered. And then you broke a cardinal sin, Clark Lawrence. Uh-oh. You played a cover of a Hal Ketchum song. I didn't play it. Nobody it should play. Album. Nobody ever should cover Hal Ketchum except Hal Ketchum. Okay, fine. Fine. Um, here, here's, here's the thing. Uh, was that the Hal Ketchum one? Was that the one that you immediately turned off? Yes, because that, I mean, like, you cannot, I'll take so much abuse, you know. I will take abuse. But when, when you start playing covers of Hal Ketchum, and Hal Ketchum, uh, uh, you know, master, you know, there's a spot on the TV, which is how I watch the monitor, and it's right on my teeth, and it's driving me goddamn crazy. Oh, Jesus, I just lost everything. All right, let's, let's take it easy. So I don't, I don't have pants on, so i got to be careful. I forgot to mention that, uh, so we didn't get oh, Olive Garden. But one of the things Al had mentioned earlier when I said, hey, maybe we could grab, go to this taco place up by us and then drive down. And one thing you said was no tacos because you'd have you've yeah, had, no. you've had no. a lot of Mexican food lately. Over Overdose of tacos lately. I understand I that completely. However, we were also going to Cicero, to the Cicero Stadium. What is there a plethora of around the Cicero Stadium? Well, <laughs> Mexican restaurants. So, so, so where did we end up? A Mexican restaurant. It was it, fine. It was fine, but I just I I loved it. Uh, the, the when in Rome, do as the Romans, you know. Um, you had a margarita, and we and uh, and I had a I had a Modelo, and you uh, we both had a had a shot of the uh, of the stronger tequila. It was very nice. Oh, it's six forty-five, ladies and gentlemen. That is six forty-five. Brought to you by Joseph's Finest Meats, right up here on Addison, over by Harlem. <laughs> Uh, that was fantastic. And then, uh, then we finally made it over there. I dropped you off so you could get in on time because we had no clue where the hell we were parking. They, there was right. supposed to be a $5 lot around. There wasn't nothing, nothing. So zero bueno. If, uh, I think if there was a suggestion box for warrior wrestling, I might ask him about that a little bit, or at least just give us a prep beforehand, which is fine. I mean, I, we're, we live in Chicago. We should know going you know, to a near suburb as it is, basically Chicago, uh, to watch out for that. It was the first oh. time they ran the Cicero Stadium, which, uh, you know, we've right. been there before. I've been there. I've been there a couple times. It's where you know you see a lot of lucha. I mean, it's a, you know, yeah. it's a Hispanic neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, so you get a lot of like uh, the Mexican promotions coming up and bringing their lucha wrestling. So, oh, the restaurant. Uh, you know, I, I wrote it down. It was the Cocula restaurant. I just wanted to give them a plug real quick. Oh, yeah, nice, good service. So yeah, yeah I don't blame I don't blame the Warrior Wrestling folks for that or anything. Just a suggestion box, you know, like I got one complaint with Warrior Wrestling. Well, maybe two, maybe five. But the number one thing is stop selling scam seats. Oh, scam that's seats. Thing. Listen, the WWE has done it to me. Uh, I feel like AEW has done it to me at a point. There's this there's this deal. Okay, I bought second row seats. So you have you have the you know the seats they go the ringside right quote unquote ringside. So yes. they line up to the ring. Mm-hmm. And then second row lines up to the ring. Well, if you extend the second row past the aisle, so when you sit in your seat, you're staring not at the ring, but the audience, that is not second row. That is a scam. Right. And I got scammed yet again because now you have to turn in order to, to not stare straight ahead. You know, chairs are intended. The, the design of a chair is to sit and look straight ahead. Mm-hmm. So when I have to turn, I'm number one, it's not comfortable. Number two, now I'm looking at an angle. And because I'm looking at an angle, I got about three, four people in front of me. You know what I mean? 
So mm-hmm. I'm getting scammed because I'm paying full price for a second row seat to get a, a bullshit uh, angle. So number one, stop that. Number two, you really got to talk to the tall camera guy who doesn't move and just stands there and he, he blocks you like an, like I felt like a short quarterback. I couldn't see over the line. I didn't know what was going on. I was throwing picks left and right. Yeah. Uh, Al, I, I agree with you most of the time, like especially at the bigger show, especially you pay a lot more money for those second rows seats at like a WWE show or an AEW show. And if you get pushed all the way over to the side there, it's a big deal. I didn't think it was that big of a deal at the Warrior show. But you got to be careful. No, it was just a little bit smaller. It's a little smaller, so I still felt pretty close. Plus, we had that. Well, you had the closer seat. You were practically in the ring zone. I was out of the strike zone. (laughs) Um, that much. But but can we can we at least uh, both agree that at least you didn't have someone rather tall in front of you for the first time? Normally, when we're at a show, you always get behind the tallest person. I am cursed with the salt. We were behind a kid who was with what seemed to be his father, and his father was very concerned that the kid was acting out of line a lot. Like when he was cheering for people, he's like, no, don't do that. Or the kid would walk up and give a high five. Don't do that. I think it was probably an uncle yeah, yeah. who's not used to being I around. I kind of noticed And I didn't that. want to comment on it because who the fuck am I to comment on this? But, yeah, you noticed it too? Yeah, I, yeah. The, the dad was very like uh, – you know, you sit down and shut up. I'm not, guessing like uncle way. or like friend that. of the family, maybe, because, you know, he's just, he doesn't know. Because, I mean, I, yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, but the kid was just like cheering for people. And right, yelling. he was just trying to have fun, and the kill joy of a father right. was killing the joy. And the kid knew his wrestling. Like, he knew, he knew these performers at, at, you know, at an indie wrestling event, which, you know, some of them are on TV and whatnot, and some of them are more popular than others. Our buddy Gringo Loco got a good, good ovation there. That dude, Gringo Loco, I, 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 you can't slow down in your line of work, right? Like you can't yeah. tell him to slow down. I, I'm telling you, man. I hope, I hope he's found sleep because by the end of that show, I know he'd flown out. To, we talked about it. He flew out to San Francisco right. the night before. Been Ooh. all over the map, man. Living the life of a wrestler. Not I'm a lot happy. of sleep and a lot of, a lot of movement. I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. By the way, speaking of Joseph's finest meats, I grabbed their meatballs nice. and I grabbed their sauce. And uh, I dipped the meatballs in the sauce, and I brought them to the Super Bowl party. And a uh, big hit, man. Joseph's Finest Meats got some fine meatballs uh, along with all their other fine meats. Look so, at this. Coach Ryan a- is in luck, Al. That's good. I'm glad you did that. I did some sausages this last weekend and uh, some breakfast sausage from there for, uh, for Saturday. Um, love me, Joseph's Finest Meats. Um, I'm getting called out out here on the Twitch. I don't know. You can see it on the screen if you're watching on Twitch or Facebook Live or anywhere. Uh, I'm getting sold out by Wilson there mentioning that, uh, that I said Olive Garden was good Italian foods. Where else are you going to find good Italian food in this city, in the city of Chicago? You find me one place. Right across the street, right, right across the street from the, from, uh, from the Olive Garden on Addison is Maribel's. And that guy used to be the head chef at uh, some fancy <laughs> restaurant downtown, the steak restaurant. So right across the street, Clark. Oh, my goodness. Ah. Yeah. Look, Olive Garden is what it is, right? Right. You know, it's like I know good Italian food. Look at I this. know, Mike, I, you know, Mikey's and got it right Parm. there. Look at Mikey. He's FF, FFS Mikey. He's got it right there. I'll tear yeah, up the tour look, of Italy. You, 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 you know, you go and you get like an authentic eggplant parm with a little octopus on the side. I mean, you get good Italian food. There's no beating it. But sometimes I eat a can of Chef Boyardee. 
you know, when it's 4 a.m. and I have to stop at the gas station and there's nothing around. You know, I yeah. mean, I you got to live the life, man. And sometimes Chef Boyardee is what it is. And Olive Garden is just that. I'm it's, driving. It's a good place to eat cheap, get drunk, and, and enjoy some, you know, moderate Italian food. Also convenient sometimes, especially if it's like on your way home. I, I'm coming home right. from work at 5, 530 at night. <clears throat> we haven't done anything for dinner at home. I'm pulling no. off, off Addison, off the Kennedy there. I'm pulling right into the Olive Garden, man. You have a garden of olives waiting for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's, all right. There's a time for it. But, yes, I, I, obviously there's much better. There's much better right across the street, as you said. Right, like I said, right across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I, so I, I do live in, I live in Portage Park. That's correct. And Al's, Al's right, right, right down the road up on Montrose over by Al's. Yeah, I'm in Albany Park because I only live in areas named after Al. So <laughs> – yeah, I'm in Albany, and I'm like, I'm I going to Albany live, Park. I'm going to make this easy. And I have decided I only live in areas named after Poe. Yeah, you are Poe. Mm-hmm. Um, with Poe Poe with the show. Yeah. There so um, I took my dad on Valentine's Day. I didn't realize it was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. To, uh, uh, <clears throat> so I pick him up yesterday to go to Pequod's. You know, and I get in the car. I'm like, hey, you want to get wings or you want to get pizza? Or he's like, well, I have gout. Which now confirms because gout, gout is hereditary that I that I have been suffering from gout Gosh, for the last darn, ten years. And, that, and that's painful, right? He's like, oh, it's it's the worst. As my dad kept saying, I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I've been there, man. I went to a Bears game with gout once. It was one of the worst experiences in my life. You got a tickle. It was out one of the worst you, experiences yeah, I mean, of my life. It. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. I was trying to get you in a damn pedicab. Like we should have done it. If there's any I time to do a, a pedicab, pedicab, yes. If there's any time to do a pedicab, it's then. But uh, Pequod's, you gotta, we got to set the table here. Uh, are we doing Pequod's in Lincoln Park? Or are we doing Pequod's up in, uh, up in Mort- Mortage, Mortage, uh, uh, Morton Grove? Please, Clark, I don't, I don't deal with city parking. Uh, unless, it's, you know, it's Cicero. I go to Morton Grove, man. I go, you know, where it's a little – it's more of my pace of life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, anyways, so I get my dad in the car, and he's like uh, – you know, I'm like, well, this is like the best pizza in Chicago. He's, he's like, well, maybe I'll have a slice. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll go, oh, hey, we won't get meat on the pizza. And, I'm, you know, I like sausage on you. I'm like, how about we do some spinach? He's like, oh, okay, you know, we can try that. And then I, I let it slip out. It's deep dish. Oh, shit. He's like, I don't like deep dish. Pan, yeah. I, I, I go, okay. Did you try to sell the caramelized crust or anything then? I don't know. Like, Not at this point. I'm just yeah. like, hey, look, like, I wasn't upset about it. I'm like, sure. listen. If you want, I can maybe find like a sushi restaurant wherever we're at right now. I can, I, we can find something different if you want. He said, no, you know, it's okay. You know, I'll, I'll try it. So, you know, we get we get there and uh, we sit down and we end up getting uh, onions and spinach. Um, man, I love their sausage too. So I was a little disappointed. But you know what? I was like, all right. I mean, he's got gout. I've had it. I know you, you try to. Uh, Just onions and spinach? Do they have thin crust, uh, Connor asked. That's a good question. He asked the same thing. He's like, well, we can just order a thin crust. I'm like, you don't go there to get thin crust. So, you know, I don't know that they do. I don't think they do. What's that? I don't no, think quite just thin You've got to have a thin crust. Yeah. I just, I don't think anybody ordered. Uh, do they? I don't, maybe, maybe somebody with the internet could find this out. Deep dish spinach is excellent because it's like a spinach dip. You know, it's it's cheese smothered in spinach. I love, I love spinach, spinach and deep dish is fantastic. I like it. On I have to crust. admit the onions is a weird combo with the spinach, but it works. Spinach and pepperoni works. That's one of my go-tos on thin crust too. 
Right there. Best thin crust pizza in Chicago. Pequod's Pizza. There you go. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it, that's what the the Google says for their, you know, you pull up their site. It, that's the, the headline on the Google. For I don't buy that. I, I don't buy that. There's so much misinformation going around, you know, Al, uh, their, the world today. It's their website. They're going to, you're not going to promote your pizza as being the, the, the world's most eh pizza in the world. Right, right. It so, is. Yeah, it's you're not you don't selling a uh, wrestling pay per view. You don't have the to. The biggest buy, for the yeah. gaver. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, like it's not that. There. There you go. It's right there. Did you get that? Yeah, I'm not buying. They have the best in crust in Chicago. Me neither. Do you understand? Like, that's that's a marketing thing, right? Yeah, I get it. But you're you're sitting there. You're telling me it's the best thing for us. Then you're pulling up their website. And I'm telling you. Listen, I, I understand. I, it's their information. It's their propaganda. Listen, I'm reading all day today, propaganda. You go on Twitter, there's propaganda everywhere. <laughs> I'm reading it from them. So anyway, are you at Pequod's? Yeah, so I'm at Pequod's with the old man, right? And then finally the pizza comes. And, you know, the one thing about Pequod's is the service is shitty in Morton Grove. Chicago, I've never had a bad experience. Morton Grove. And they got shitheads working there. Wow. So nice people. I tip them well. But, you know, I mean, I'm just telling you on the podcast. That's an intense dig. Like, that's a – I think you saved that for people that you're not happy with. It must have been a pretty poor experience. No, no it wasn't. This one was the 45-minute wait for a meatball sandwich really soured me there. So, um, so finally the pizza comes out, and he gets a slice. He eats it, and he loves it. I mean, it's Pequod's. He's like, this is amazing. He had a second piece. I sent him home with an extra slice. So, you know, the, the verdict came out on the, uh, right. the Pequods, and it, it actually, you know, tremendous, as always. So We once at the tour company, the, the old one that I worked for, we got a bad review on our site, like on TripAdvisor, because the tour guide had suggested Pequods, and they got there, and it took an hour. For uh, so they gave us a three-star review. Because of the, what the restaurant no, had done. No, no, no. So you I can't slide your your no, Karen. You can't do that. No, no, not, you can't. not acceptable. That was before there were Karens. Before it was, you know, that was the term. Even like just then. So you know what we did? Like we just all of our guides. We all just said, all right, if we're gonna suggest Pequods, we have to tell them. Well, first of all, deep dish takes no. forty five minutes. Second you don't of all, it's gonna be a wait. Yes, if you're gonna suggest a place, no. you want to. No, do you that. don't tell them that. Let them find that out. That's bold. You, you tell them they want to know what the best pizza is. You go. You tell them what the best pizza is. And Anything else is not on you. Okay. And that, if I say, hey, best hot dog in, in in the world, Gene and Jude's, and you go and there's a 20 minute wait. So there's a 20 minute wait. You're getting the best hot dog in the world. Al, right. As a human being, I agree with you completely. As your friend, I agree with you completely. As a guy who manages a tour company. We can't do that, man. I can't. I can't risk. I can't what, risk. Managing I the Rolling can't Stones all of a sudden. I can't manage yeah, a absolutely. tour company. Absolutely, I'm like Jimmy Fallon and almost famous there. Um, uh, that was my Jimmy Fallon impersonating Mick Jagger. Uh, Are you on the road at Ha Ha's with Gilbert risk, Godfrey? I can't uh, risk getting a booking, three star. Booking the funny room. I can't risk getting a three star. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, I'm glad it worked so, out. So I, uh, anyway, oh, where so I? Hang on. I had inside. Uh, oh, well, best hot dog in the world, Gene and Jude's. I respectfully disagree. All right, all right, Ryan. I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to hear where you think the best hot dog is. But I mean, there's there's a lot of darn. There's no question. Gene Kim, and Jude. Kim and Carlos I mean, out on Museum Campus, across from the uh, across from the uh, the uh, shed shed aquarium. There, perfect, beautiful, 
Very great stuff down there. Wolfie's at Peterson in California. Uh, I don't know if I've had it. I got, I've been, I've oh, worked I've at a walked, mattress store. That's not far there. from me. Yeah, I've driven by it. They have the big fork or something, right? Oh, like, no, no, oh, no, no. Wolfie's my oh, ass. That place shit. is, uh, I've gotten drive through there. Ryan, stay with us, please. Stay with us. I don't, I don't yeah, want to cause it. It's Gene it, and yeah. Jude's, man. It's Gene and Jude's. End of store. Like, there's no debate on that one. Oh, my goodness. No, there's plenty of debate. There's just a lot of great places to grab them, you know? There's just a lot of great places to get them. I'll go, I'll re-experience, like you with Paranoid, you know, or uh, what's the name of that movie? Parasite. Uh, you know, I'll go, I'll check out Wolfie's, and uh, I'll give another honest review uh, shortly. Byron's on Irving Park is absolutely not, 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 a, not even in the conversation. I'm sorry. I'm not big on them. You know what? I've got to say this with a little bit of a rest in peace. One of my favorite goes to, not Murphy's Bleachers, but Murphy's Hot Dogs on Belmont, right by uh, the now stage 773 over there. Oh, those hot dogs. Right there, Belmont Racine. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. They did, man. Nope, they were good. They They were were fantastic hot dogs. I would see lines out the door, and the only thing Murphy's had that was good was Green River. You know, they had the Green River Soda. Their hot dogs tasted like lips and assholes. You know, I know that's what hot dogs are made of, but they're not supposed to taste like them. They do not taste like that. They, they taste fantastic. It was a fine, fine place. Again, Kim and Carlos, place, hot dog stand. I don't remember what it was what, called, but when I went to Columbia favorite, College, everybody? I used to go to, uh, there was a hot dog stand right near uh, Columbia College where the radio building was. And I would go there every single day. And the dude, uh, the dude used to call me his nephew. And years later, I went in there, and he'd be like, my nephew is here. It was great. Anyways. Uh, oh. So I, yeah, I'm a hot dog connoisseur is what I'm getting at. I have family in the business. Oh, you know? I, I meant to type this one from uh, – yeah, I understand. I meant to type that one from, uh, from my own account, but I, I, I went from the sports addict. But Ryan yeah, that's that. Yeah, bla- that is blasphemy. Ryan, Ryan, brought it. Ryan brought you it should be, You Ryan? should be ashamed. Ryan said it's not even a classic Chicago-style dog. He said it right there. Clark, you, you know, you have your four Chicago flags. You, you just lost one star. I didn't You're down to three. You're I, down you to three stars on you your Chicago you, flag. You can't okay? take away a star. I'm What's taking a star place? off uh, of your Chicago flag. What's that? Uh, What's that? The South Loop hot dog place now. It's, on, it's, right, it's right down by where you were talking about, but it hasn't been there long, and now they have a few other locations. They have a stand uh, over by Patrick's uh, old place over on Sheffield. Um, not, Devil Dogs is around. The, nope, it is. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Devil Dogs. I remember Dogs. the original, the OG Devil Dogs Devil under Dogs. the at the Belmont. No, stop. that was Demon Dogs. Not that Belmont stop. Yeah, not Armitage. Fullerton. Fullerton. Demon Dogs. Fullerton stop. Yeah. You're thinking Demon Dogs. Oh, is that for, for Devil? Oh, you're thinking right. Demon Dogs. Devil Dogs opened up down just south of Armitage in a little like hut that used to be a. They had a picnic table out front just down the street from, uh, from Patrick's place on, um, on Dickens there, Dickens and Sheffield. Um, Devil Dogs. They've got one down in uh, the South Loop, and, and I'm a fan of theirs. You ever been to Maxwell Street? Coach Ryan brings that up. I know we got some – some of these guys yeah. are big on South Side type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maxwell Street's good. I mean, you, you go there, you get a Polish. You get a Polish, you get a little uh, uh, onion, a little mustard on that. It's, it, it's good. It's good. It's solid. You know, you feel dirty. You feel dirty getting that Polish dog. And that's why, I mean, that's what, you know, when you're really eating encased meats, you want to feel dirty. You do? Yeah. It's like Gene and Juice. You get a little river water with it, you know? 
Um, I'll tell you once in a while, uh, an overpriced Wrigley field dog, you get it out, you know, the, the, the vendor brings it by, he takes it out of the, out of the, the, the tin box and, uh, you, you take it out of the foil and the bun has pretty much like, it's so wet at that point from all the steam in there that it's like just gone. It's, 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 the, there is no bun left basically. And what's left of it is stuck to that dog. Then you take that little packet of mustard and you put it on it. It works. With, it, with an old style at the ballpark, it works. But normally, I mean, anywhere else, that wouldn't be a good hot dog. I tend to like it once in a while. Yeah. You know, my favorite character in a book oh, hang on. was a, conf- a Confederacy of Dunces. Oh, and uh, uh, the dude, you know, when he was selling hot dogs. I think really, you know, that was the highlight of his life. I would like to get a little hot dog cart, just, you know, walk around sell hot dogs not in the cold though i worked at pj's red hots in dekelb illinois when i was in uh community college out there um and uh we had a cart and i would take it out from because we had a stand inside you know and we had a cart and i would take it uh out and uh and sell them on the road uh mpat 75 asks what is the easiest and best hot dog slash polish to get i'm driving from south bend Usually they just go to Jim's original by UIC. Are you going to an event in here, Matt? But, uh, well, Matt, you know, if you're listening on the radio, my buddy uh, Brad King out there in South Bend, you know, uh, playing the jams for you. I hope you're checking him out. Good dude. Uh, we, we worked together at US 99 a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't know where to suggest. Maxwell Street maybe would probably be. I mean, he's talking UIC, right? They usually go to Jim's down there. If if he likes that, I mean, if you got your spot, go to your spot, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't have to change your spot. Up. Coach Ryan says that's about the best you can get. Let me tell you, if you find your Chicago-style place, go to it. You'll love it. Now, steak sandwiches. You know, I'm, a, I'm on the hunt right now for the best meatball in Chicago. I've started searching. Um, I got about four or five places down. I'm writing up reviews, and uh, I'm trying to find the best meatball sandwich in Chicago. So I'm not even close to making any decisions yet, but – Best steak sandwich in Chicago. You know, we have to talk about Mr. D's for a moment. Um, Where's Mr. D's? Mr. D's is over by the Brickyard, uh, across the street from the Brickyard. You go to Mr. D's, you get the steak sandwich. You know, thick, fat onions, perfectly uh, seasoned meat. Uh, you know, an interesting guy behind the counter. Um, you know, he looks like the soup, kind of looks like the soup Nazi from uh, 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 Seinfeld, but he, nothing like him. You know, he's real friendly. So you get your steak sandwich, and Mr. D's also got voted best fries in Chicago. So you get the best fries, and you get a steak sandwich all at the same time, right by you, Clark. If you haven't been to Mr. D's, I mean, you're fooling yourself. I mean, if it's right down on, on by the Brickyard, then I'm going. It, I'll find one of the best steak sandwiches. I'll have to find the oh, best. Yeah. I gotta, I'll have to find some really good denture glue that day and put it in and head on down. Yeah, you know what, Clark? He makes the, – the beauty of his steak sandwich is – it's a little rough. I mean, you, you bite into it, but it pulls apart. You don't pull the whole steak out okay. with you. It's it's perfect. It's a very thin cut steak. He does it right. I mean, hands down, best steak so sandwich. So a guy Mr. with D's. a guy with bad, you know some bad teeth going on will be all right there. Yeah, yeah, you'll be okay. fine. Right. It's and it, it's okay. worth it. Right. You know, fresh uh, fresh tomato, fresh tomato. Up, oh, yeah. Is it breaded? Is it grilled? It's not breaded. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not fancy. It is straight up. Just a steak sandwich. Like, like just a good, like the seasoning. He does steak sandwiches and shish kebabs. Okay. 
I'm in. Uh-oh. Ryan, Ryan's right around there. He's going to check it out. That's great. I love Ryan's. I love Ryan's review on it. You know, I mean, he seems to know food pretty well. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, he I, does. I think he would be a good, uh, a good. I mean, right now, Mr. D's Shish Kebab has 746 Google reviews, and it holds a 4.8 star. Coach Ryan so, asks, Al. Also, uh, what's your criteria for the best meatball sandwich? I'm still trying to discover it. You know, I, I mean, I have it. I order it the same. I want cheese. I want hot peppers, and and right now I've been doing red sauce. But if like if I went to like if someone's like, hey, I got the best uh, meatball sandwich, but it's Korean, and you know they use a completely different seasoning. I mean, I'm willing to try it, but it's got to be juicy. The sandwich really needs to stay together, okay. which is the hard part, and yeah. uh, the meatball has to have flavor to it. I've found in my my experiences with meatballs. Most places do have a juicy meatball. Get into them. You don't really taste a lot of seasoning, and they, they depend more on the red sauce and the bread. The bread is also a big factor. I found a lot of places go too, too uh, loafy on the bread. Oh, yeah. You know, there's just too much, too much bread, you know, where I'm just eating bread with, with a side of a, uh, meatballs. I have tr- I don't I've want had that. trouble I want balance. I agree with you on too much bread, but I've had some trouble sometimes. Maybe I just wasn't ordering at the right place where it was basically came on a hot dog bun. And you can't do that with your meatball sandwich either. I don't I just need it to basically melt in my mouth. I want that meatball to come apart and and mash with the bread and the sauce and all become one as I chew it, right? Very easily, yeah. very simple. That's what I want. And I'm I'm big on a on a sweeter sauce, I guess. That's where I am. Yeah, I don't mind the sweet sauce, but I want I I need it to balance with the spice of the pepper. Uh, Sheila Sheila Dorman, two two uh, Yelp reviews. We've been going to Mr. D's for thirty years, and always the best. The food is always fresh and delicious. I had the steak sandwich today, and I just knew it would be yummy. There we go, Mr. D's. Mr. D's. Is One it, star. Is, Who's this asshole? Is it kind of? Is it kind of Rosalinda? Like a, is it kind of like a fast food place? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a little shack. Oh, it's not a shack. Funny. I mean, it's a building, but it's like the size of shack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ro- Ro- Rosalinda, I'll give you one bad one because, you know, one star here. Not sure what went wrong, but I didn't have a good and tasteful experience as many others have. I was really looking forward to enjoy the steak and shish kebab sandwiches. Our sandwiches were insipious. We will the only flavor in them was strong charcoal taste. Thank goodness for the fries that helped with the bad experience. Well, listen, honey, if you like the fries that much, you at least need to bump it up to three stars. Come on. This world coming to. I think Coach Ryan might be talking about making them. I know he's big on food and stuff. Meatball sandwich is so fucking hard for everything you said. Bread, integrity, enough balance of everything. Quality of meatball, quality of sauce. I do agree. So that's why it's hard to find a good one too, right? Like, Yeah. It's hard for a place to get it right. Right now, my leading steaks, my leading meatball sandwich actually is Pequod's. But Pequod's, it serves it on garlic bread. They cut it in half, and they serve the meatballs on top of the garlic bread and just smother it in a Parmesan, which is fantastic. But you eat it with a fork and a knife, and you just cut, you know, you cut your meatball slice, and you go, and it's perfectly balanced. But I I want a meatball sandwich that folds and is more of a sandwich shape. But right now, of all the meatball sandwiches, it's leading the pack. So, you know, I did, uh, I did, I did uh, Mr. Beef on Harlem because I remember I enjoyed 
the uh, the meatball sandwich there as a child, and it wasn't good. It, it was uh, the sauce was really good. The meatball lacked flavors. I just did uh, on Irving Park. Um, God, I can't think of the Bobos. Fuck Bobos. Bobos I'm always a fan blows. of Bobos. Bobos is blowos. Um, Bobarinos on uh, over on Central, I believe it is. Just uh, it's south of Addison. I forget how far about down. I've enjoyed their sandwiches, but I've, I've never tried their meatball. Admittedly, I, uh, I've been there for their sub sandwiches. Yeah, is- I went. I meant to go to the butcher of Belmont. You know, the former pro wrestler whose family owns the butcher shop down there. Uh, I'm blanking on the name right now. Yeah. I went to get their meatball sandwich. But uh, unfortunately, they closed at four, and it was four fifteen by the time I got out of Joseph's Finest Meats. So I ended up going to Babos, and again, Babos is Babos is a shithole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony just uh, two tone just shared a uh, a place. He says maybe this is where we've got to go for some good food right there. Yeah, great steak sandwiches. Uh, I mean, they're famous for their steak sandwich, but they, it's like a whole nother level. It's like. Uh, you know, it's not a basic steak sandwich. That's an advanced uh, steak sandwich. Are you so, not so. saying it because I? How do you pronounce that? Riccobani's. Riccobani's. Okay. It's not a. It's not the steak sandwich that you're looking for. It's not. No, no. It's a. Okay. It's a breaded uh, mon- monstrosity, but very good. Okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crapping on its, its I, taste because. It's, I uh, love that you called it a breaded monstrosity. That's very good. Normally, when I hear somebody call something a monstro- monstrosity, mon- monstrosity, a monstrity, monst- monstrity. Yeah, it's, it's good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I can't say the word. Um, yeah, when something, when I want you to be very detailed about something, specific, specific. I can't say that word my entire life. Hold on, if I think about it, I can't. Specific. Pacific. Pacific. Specific. This is really yeah. Romas. I, I feel do. like Romas is always closed every time I drive by there. Oh no, they're they're good to go. I I enjoy I enjoy Romas. Uh, very good, very good spot. Um, Jeff's Red Hots. That's fine to go get a dog. It works. Yep. I don't like the baseball themed place on uh, that just opened at Irving Park. Yeah, I haven't been. I, I remember driving by it. Coach Ryan brings up a great point that you got to get a place that cares. You don't want, you know, there's yeah. a lot of places you find that just open to sell and they, you know, they just throw shit on the menu. Right. If your if your thing is is burgers, go with burgers. Don't don't give go us, home. don't try to give us steaks. Right. Like don't make a damn good burger. Well, you don't go to the Chinese restaurant and order, you know, a hamburger. Oh, look at that. We're helping people out here. Empat out in South Bend, I believe it is, right? Isn't that what he said earlier? Found out that he has a Rosati's out there tonight. So that's great. We're helping people and find things. He went to Google and I found do, it. I do dig Rosati's. I like their pizza. I like their thin crust. You know, I'm not going to say it's the best. Yep. I wouldn't put it in, in like any yep. list. But, man, when I used to work at the graveyard and we'd have our sales competitions, you know, to, to sell plots to yep. people so they could bury their mothers – Man, when they brought in the Rosati's, it made the, it made the night uh, worthwhile. That's you a know? that's a good office go to. Like you, it, the consistency, uh, Chicago's Pizza down close to us is a good office go to that that Lauren always goes with. You're just looking for a place that can keep everybody happy. Yeah, I like I like Chicago's Pizza too. Again, it's it's not like I wouldn't take you there from out of town, but 
If I'm if I'm ordering it in like it's there, I'm not. I upset. need to do. I need to make sure that I never take pizza for granted because I may not live in the Chicagoland area my entire life. There may be a time I move, and I just need to take it for granted that any like Rosati's, it's a damn fine pizza. It doesn't crack my top five, but I really enjoy it. Absolutely. Oh man. I used to work at Chicago's Pizza on Lincoln. Sold, solid, and it's open until five a.m. The best. Ooh. Yeah, man, that's a great spot. Dude, uh, Co- Coach Ryan, to- you might have you might have gotten a delivery order from me and my wife where they showed up and neither one of us were awake. We almost got blacklisted once from the one down on Lincoln, but it didn't happen. Right down the street from the, that Chicago's Pizza used to be the Ala Turca, which was the Turkish restaurant. That place was amazing. It was probably the best restaurant in the city for a time. It's gone now, but, man, when the Alaturka was at its peak, the oh, food man. was life-changing. Before that, so I think that the one on Lincoln, the Chicago's Pizza, was open. There used to be one in what's now a sushi place over on Sheffield. Just What's the street of the hospital right there? Just, just south of Belmont, Al. Um, yeah. Right there, uh, Just it's in a building. You walk up the stairs. And I mean, I was I I used to live a block south of it. So after I'd be out at the bars up by Clark Street in my late twenties, early thirties, every night I got a slice of pizza at that place. Heading home, every night. Oh, there you go, guys. Join in on the conversation. If you aren't watching on Twitch, head over to Twitch.com/sportsaddict. Hit the you know, follow button there if you have a chance. Or- 45 minutes into the show, we haven't even uh, talked the Super Bowl yet. Yes, please hit the follow button. Please follow us on the Twitter. Uh, you know, please uh, send us your best olive oils. Uh, you know, we, we, we always appreciate that. You know, uh, check out the Amazon wish list. It's all, it's all different olive oils uh, we're looking for. Was so. it Super Bowl 56? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the last one. It's the one that happened last Sunday. LVI, is that it? LVI? LVI. Man, I am playing this game right now I am obsessed with. It's called uh, Crusader Kings 3, where you just, you know, you build your legacy, your family legacies. I'm holding on as King of Ireland, and every Elfred, you know, the larger crest, and then every Elfred, the firstborn male is named Elfred. You know, I try to maintain control of uh, the entire country, but my brothers try to kill me. My uncle tried to kill me. I had a Clark tried to kill me. Uh, I've murdered most of them or uh, uh, convinced them to come work for me and be knights for me, but crazy. But, you know, the names have the Roman numerals. And my, my I'm the third, so I have a Roman numeral, but it's an easy one. You know, it's three eyes. Uh, but once you start getting above, you know, 20, I'm out on the Roman numerals. I don't even want to try to figure it out. Okay. Uh, it is, I believe it's LVI. Rocky only goes up to like, you know, five before they stopped. Yeah. Using I can handle numbers. Rocky. So, so good game. Um, good. For, you know, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of gambling on it. I took the Rams. I took the under and I took Cooper cup as MVP. And the most money I put on anything was on Cooper cup as MVP. So I had a nice little payout there. Okay. <laughs> so that, that made my Super Bowl. I wanted Cincinnati to Wellington, win. Wellington, Ryan, thank you. Okay, go ahead. I, wa- I, wa- I wanted Cincinnati to win, but, like, I just 
you, it, I just didn't think it would happen. And uh, from a financial uh, investment standpoint, right. And uh, so, so I, I bet against Cincinnati, but I, I uh, enjoyed the game. I thought there was a there was a chance Burrow was gonna was gonna pull that thing out, but in the end, I think the best team this year in football is the crown champion. And uh, you know that's pretty uh, that's pretty cool when when the actual team that should win it wins it. And uh, you know Cincinnati came on hot late and. Uh, Again, the problem everybody talked about going into the season was the problem that killed them in the end. Yeah. So, uh, you know, interesting. But I think they I, were, um, I think they were better off getting Chase over the the offensive line. I spread my bets all around. I made some uh, same game parlays on both teams and what have you. Um, and I, you know, I put about two hundred bucks out there, and I came out about one hundred and fifty down from the game. So. Uh, my winnings yeah. from uh, this, the whole season were about $200, so I'm ending the season up just under $50. Um, before we, Even Steven. We, yeah, it, it works. If we get back to this, we can, but Al, I, I wanted to throw you on this. Amanda Keat there on the Twitch asks, what are your thoughts on Taylor Swift performing at the next Super Bowl? Do you think she'd be good? You, Is that who they, did they announce that, that it's, I don't, it's Taylor Swift? I don't think they have. I think that'd be fine. Listen, the been, Super Bowl halftime show is what it is. You yeah. know, it's like it's it's too long. It happens. It was twelve. Everyone minutes. gets excited about the last one they saw, and then everyone moves on. Like who? You know, it's it's just, nobody's going and they're sitting there and they're watching the YouTube of all the Super Bowl halftime shows. They're not that relevant. Um, this morning I watched the Prince halftime show again because the first time I saw it was the you know it was the Chicago Bears Super Bowl, Al. That I made a mistake that Super Bowl. I, I had worked a contract in to play music at the bar that I worked for at a curtain time. You've heard of it. You've, you've, yeah. You've heard of it uh, from starting at noon until, until for pregame, until the game started that night when the Bears played the Colts. And I worked into my deal for doing that free draft beer, which proved to be a mistake because the last thing that I remember watching live from that Super Bowl was the return of the opening kickoff. I don't recall watching Prince's performance live. I saw it later. I do think that's my favorite all-time performance at the Super Bowl. Absolutely. He, uh, he did a great job. The performance, hell, it was raining, which was awesome. And he showed off his guitar skills. He did the right covers in it, in the middle of it, and he played his hits. Yeah. Play the hits, Al. Am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. If you hits. get the Super Bowl halftime show, don't get cute and get, show off your new music. Just play the hits, you know, give the people what they want, and move on. Coach, I mean, Ryan, wanted, secret, Coach Ryan wanted to sing Paul McCartney and Wings play. See? Or, but people he's, he's, are probably, so, he's probably actually talking about the food spread. But. I mean, like you said, that, you said that it was like one of the best you ever saw, and then, you it's know, number that's fine, it's your opinion. No, it's, but it's number two. It's people not don't sit, People don't sit and, 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 rate, and watch old halftime shows, so – it's a I, recency bias at best. I watched, you know, I watched two today. I watched uh, the one from 1983. The what is it? We we the people. And so I, I do watch old halftime shows. I'm doing it. You watch, you watch gonna, two, Clark. I'm going to watch. You watch two. I have plans to watch them all in the next month. You watch. I will come back yeah. every week, and I'll have a couple of them that I've watched. You'll get you'll get that done before Parasite. Great, uh, wonderful. I, I watched Parasite. I I watched it. I enjoyed the show a lot. We can talk about it later. I, I did enjoy it. All right. Let's get. Oh, good, because I have a quiz. 
let's get on to the um, – great. I can't wait. I love quizzes about movies that I watch to enjoy. Thank you. Please. Uh, let's see. Let's get on to, on to the spread. Um, Al, you didn't come to my party, which I think it was in the first quarter that what was happening at my house, and I said to myself, Al Larcher made 100% the right call to not be here. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that we didn't have a great time, but there's no way it helped. Like, yeah, the the kids were out of out of uh, you know, the, not in the viewing area the entire time or anything, but enough to where it would have bothered you. Like, it would have bothered somebody without kids. Not, and I'm not saying just bothered you. You know what I mean? Well, you got. I mean, I'm still perplexed by the fact you have two houses available to you, and you can <laughs> shove all the kids in one house. And you can put all the adults in the other house. At what age can I do that? At what age can huh? I do that? Right now, the, now the, today, right like now, yesterday, right now, the oldest kid is um, is five, turned five in October, and the youngest, and these are eight children. The youngest is about seven months old. So I want to ask, you know, the, the Larcher and Lawrence and listeners out there, the Clark Bars and the alcoholics. Wait, are you thinking I'm saying just leave all the uh, the kids over there? You got to have some some supervision. I'm sure there's people who aren't as excited about the game. They can have the game on in the background, yeah, but and, you... and you know they could discuss uh, world events while watching the kids. But they don't want to be stuck in the kid house, and only well, the kid. House. Sacrifices have to be made. You people had children. You, you, you guys added to the overpopulation of the world. Sacrifices need to be made by some of these parents. Wah! Two people could sit. You could have shifts. You know, every quarter you could, you could swap out the people who are in charge of watching the children. Then the normal people without kids, or not the normal people, or actually probably the unnormal people, could sit and enjoy the game. Get drunk. Use the F word. We'll, we'll draw straws for it. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! There we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, what um, what was your spread like? Did you go over to our friend Patrick's oh, fantastic. house? Fantastic! I went over to our friend Patrick's house. His his uh, uh, beautiful wife Keegan uh, enjoys. I think she enjoys making the spreads. That makes these beautiful spreads. She's MFing you right now. Yep. Go ahead. There was a Sunday bar on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, there were deviled eggs. Did you have the deviled eggs? We didn't. We didn't do deviled eggs. Yeah, that, no, that's an instant cancel. That's like playing hell catch them. I'm not coming to that uh, a Super Bowl party with a spread without deviled eggs. Um, we had Wingstop. Uh, I brought some meatballs. Um, did, you make, did you make meatball? Had. Did you make meatball sandwiches? No, no, you didn't need to. That would right, be just expensive. checking. Just checking. All right. So mine, mine was uh, we had wings, we had uh, skyline style chili, hot dogs, queso mac and cheese. Layla Rahimi shared the. Uh, is that you? Oh yeah, you're, you're saying that I'm doing wrong, or you're saying I'm doing good? I don't, oh, okay, I see. We had um, yeah, Layla Rahimi uh, had shared this queso mac and cheese, which was the thing that most people went back for. What was that just saying? Yeah. Uh, Green Goddess chopped salad which apparently was a big TikTok thing recently. See, you put the green goddess chopped salad over at the house with the kids. There you go. Various various Italian sausages, Joseph's Finest Meats, cut cut and served into apps. We had the jalapeno Italian sausages, the green pepper Italian sausages, and the cheddar Italian sausages for the kids. What, like you like their sausages? Yeah, well, I'm getting getting the the okay right there. Um, And we had uh, plentiful beverages and some really nice... Really nice homemade cookies as well. 
I'm trying to think if there were any surprises in there. Uh, there, there were some other things. I, I can't remember exactly what, but we had a fine spread as well. I think your spread's great. And I, yeah, I mean, you, you, you had to run down everything you had, like you're uh, in advertisement for, uh, for that, uh, the OK Corral uh, the buffets. And, uh, you know, I just got to say, ours was excellent. I like this There wasn't here. anything you didn't want. Empaths was simple. Keep it simple. Special uh, pizza, wings, chips. Someone brought a cake. That works for me. Perfect. I love a cake. A surprise cake. Ooh. Wow. Nothing better. His was Corona and Single Barrel Select JD. Oh, for All beverages, right. um, I recently found a bottle of, uh, of Blanton's, finally. Blanton's uh, bourbon, which I've been letting chill here while I'm drinking my wine. I figured I'd finish off the show with it. You can't find it anymore. It's not like the best bourbon that's out there. But I, but it's really solid. I love it. I enjoy it a lot. Plans. Plus, it's got the little horse with the guy riding him on the top of it. So, but you don't care. My favorite, my favorite token when I play Monopoly is the horse. Ooh, chili relleno dip. Yeah, taco bar, meatballs and sauce. Did you make any sandwiches? Beautiful. There? Yep, slider sandwiches. We're we're just gonna go through the food of these, right? I gotta say, Wilson has great taste. I Coach mean, Ryan. Taste. Said he was quite hungover, went with Chinese in the last minute, felt there might be a delay. I like it. Like a Jewish man on Christmas, my friend. You know, you just you go right in for the, you get the Chinese, you know, the delivery will be fast. You get some good uh, fried rices. Man, I've been craving an, an egg foo young. My, I haven't had egg foo young in like a decade. My cousin's a big fan there. He watched, he watched the uh, halftime performance a bunch of times. Check out his music, guys, uh, for us there on Twitch. Go, go give him a follow. Oh, he's doing music. He's out there at Colorado State doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of people. Oh, it was sucks. Amanda, not a fan of J-Lo and Shakira. I know, I know some were. Uh, some, some folks at my party were. Uh, and then uh, there's more love for that. I'm just going through the, the Super Bowl stuff from the Twitch people here, guys. Join in on the Twitch if you're not watching there. How come I go on Twitter today and I always saw two things about the Super Bowl halftime show? Well, yesterday, really. It was either people who loved it or people bitching about people who didn't like it, but yet I couldn't find anybody who actually didn't like it. I think it hit a certain genre. I the 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 family text thread from my from my in laws, my father in law mentioned that it was the worst halftime show he's ever seen, but he he is you know, he's sixty five. Rock music is where he's at. Like rap doesn't hit him at all. Like me yeah. I mean I that was the music that I was listening to when I was, you know, 20, 18, whatever. Like, and it, it just, it, it hit people of a certain age. It hit a lot of parents, a lot of parents that are my age that have even older children. It hit them like right in the spot. And a lot of kids found out some music that their parents knew about. Ooh, we need to make sure there's quality ice cream. I do have an update on the kindness jar. For Hazel. Do you know, you remember the kindness jar where once it get, gets filled up, she gets to go for ice cream? I never had a kindness jar. No. Never. Do you remember me mentioning it? I mentioned it on no. another show. So. Wait, 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 wait. Your kid's got a jar you fill with kindness? We fill it up with beads. They, each kid gets to put these beads in a jar. And once it gets filled up, they get to go to Culver's. After they do something kind or something nice. They can't just like fish for it, right? They can't go, Mom, I'm gonna go and get bring you your water. Can I what about it? Hey, you listening to me? Hey, me. 
If they do something bad, we take a bead out of the jar. Once they fill it, we get to go over to Culver's for ice for custard. We get to walk over to Culver's for custard. So they get they get they don't even get ice cream at the end of the day. Hazel's, Hazel's is a little more than half filled. Um, Vera's not quite half filled. Tonight, you know they. This is like another something Halloween. Something tells me something tells me it equals out, and they all get their ice cream at the same time. This is I like a, a, all right, pal. Hey, hey. Don't you bullshit me here. This is my parenting story here. So she, um, Valentine's Day is a lot like Halloween. There's candy everywhere. And they've been eating it since the parties yesterday. Tonight, she came home. She, they, they each had candy after they got home. But dinner was coming up soon. And I went and I said to Hazel, I said, listen, Hazel. I said, here's the deal. Do not, she had, the, she had her, her bag of candy. And I said, Hazel, don't eat this candy. Or here's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to empty your kindness jar. Never have done that before, Al. We usually just take one out, empty it. And I'm saying, like, there's like 20 to 30 beads to fill to get ha- a little over halfway in this jar. Beads? They're beads. Were the same beads that we used at our wedding? Remember that? There were beads yeah. at our wedding that we dropped into a jar? Yeah. But the these jars are a lot smaller. For beads. The jars are about this size, something like that. Uh-huh. Pretty close. I didn't use my whiskey and wine, wine glass, but yeah. Um, I said, we're going to empty that. I'm going to take the iPad away for a week, and then this one, and I need to pull the room here, and I, I think it's a parenting fail. I don't think you could say this anymore. I think it's something that, like, parents in 80s sitcoms told their kids. I said, and you're going to have to go to bed without your dinner right now. I don't think you can do that. Like, I don't think no, I can No, you that. can't starve your kids out anymore. As soon well, as it came out of my me, mouth, as soon know. as it came out of my mouth, I go, I can't do that. So yeah, they could starve you out. You can't starve them. I walked away with full trust in my daughter that she wouldn't. Walked back 30 seconds later, and you know what's in her mouth? Take her right upstairs. Drug. I and I go, I go get upstairs, and I walked over and I and I made sure she could hear me empty the damn jar. I emptied the jar, walked upstairs, and then I had to figure out a way to like get her back down for food without me being without me. You know, I have integrity as a parent, right? Well, no, I think you're actually lacking integrity if you tell her one thing and then. No, but I have integrity, so I have to figure out a way to be like, okay, all right. So yeah, anyways, that's not integrity. That, that's compassion, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I got to feed integrity. her. You're I, lacking I can't take integrity food away in from situation. her. I can't take food away from her. Right, you know? but you said you would. So if you had integrity, you would hold to the uh, the man. The CJ but you, says but you have left. character and compassion, right. which is why you're. You're, you're going ahead and you're going to feed so, the kid. I think, I think that I was able to find a, a common ground between the integrity uh, along with the ca- uh, compassion. You know, I, like I was able to – the I, CJ. Said, I think you're missing the point. No, I've got – anyway, we figured it out. We figured it out. She got to eat her dinner. She didn't – we had promised TV dinner. She didn't get to do a TV dinner today. Once in a while, especially when I have the show and they're having girls' night, they do TV dinner, which is watching, watching a movie. So her big crime was she had chocolate. Her big crime was she was trying to hide the fact that she had t- chocolate. She was lying. Do you tell your kids you smoke weed? I, I mean, I don't hide it. Do they, do they no. tell me not to smoke weed and walk away, and then I take a puff of weed, and well, then they come I mean, back in? Well, I her drug is chocolate. Drug, drug you know, it's, it's, it messes with the I, mind. It messes I, I with the serotonin. I see where you're going so with that. You, you got the weed, so if she said, hey, Daddy, I got a deal. You can empty my you can empty my swear jar, my yeah. bean jar, my happy, yeah. my positivity it, jar. Yeah. You can uh, you can empty out the positivity jar if I eat candy at any point during the next two weeks. 
but you have to fill the positivity jar if you smoke weed anytime in the next two weeks. <sighs> she would get she if, would get her ice cream. If she did that, she just yes. needs better counsel. Fine. Then she I has integrity. Oh Jesus. I will happily work I'm giving Hazel my business. I would love card. you to come over and counsel her. Yes, please. Yeah, she, I'm, please I'm gonna oh, I, my Lord. I, if she could retain, you know, and maybe a Culver's gift card or something. But uh Thank you, Al. That's absolutely perfect. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. No. That was very kind. That's a drop, folks. Um, wait, did somebody, did you say relish in the deviled eggs, Al? Was that you? I don't know. Oh, he's asking. He's not saying that. Did I relish in that? Cause I did relish in having deviled eggs, but I don't believe there was relish on oh, you, the deviled egg. You relish in the deviled but egg. But there was a relishing of the, uh, of wait, the fact that I was no, Wilson, indulging. Wilson says the only way he likes them, a little dill relish. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Listen, I'll give it a, a great flavor. Yeah, I'm a fan. Go try and cheers on the Blantons. Yep, I know. Can't find Blantons. My neighbor, she, uh, my, my my neighbor, she's one of my my whiskey bourbon drinkers over here, and uh, I'm pointing at her house like it's through a couple houses. Uh, she got a deal on a couple of bottles of, uh, of of bourbon. I forget what kind she got, but um, yeah, I did pay seventy for it. I mean, I paid up for the bottle, but but I found it. We talked about that on this show before, I think. That's why uh that's when I first like really realized how big of a thing there was, how big of a of a deal there was with it. So uh oh. Wilson's on my side with this with the parenting. I mean, that's a parent. Yeah. yeah, well at the end of the day I'm on your side too. The kid you you told her something and she went against what you said. Yeah. She deserves to be punished. We had a quick I'm talk just saying she she used the words I go, I go, why did you do that after I told you no, and I told you what would happen? I, I told you the consequences. And I know, you know, she's four and a half. She's almost five. I know she doesn't quite understand everything. And she said, because I didn't think you were going to come right back. And I said, well, that is not the point. I said, yeah. the point, that's not the point. I, and I, I Lawrence's have a problem said, with the point. We've got to have integrity. We've got to have integrity. <sighs> so now I got to figure out a way to like, fill that jar up a little more so as you called me out on so i can get it closer to here so we can go at the same damn yeah, time i know but it'll actually work what? out well if one goes the other time you know it Here's is awesome logic like she's a smart kid like she right. she's figured out that she can hide shit like she's she's really getting yeah, she's, she's getting it. scheming she's starting oh, to scheme she's gonna get a little plans it's gonna get a lot so, easier when she's 15 i'm sure of it when i was a kid in, if I got good grades, my mother would buy me tickets to the Rosemont Horizon to yes. see wrestling. Yes. Now, in order to do this, she had to purchase the tickets before the report card ever came out. And I knew once my mother bought something, we were going. So. Oh, that's the thing. See, Hazel is like you can't threaten something and not follow through. You can't right. say you can get something without the – action happening to get the reward but once she buys it ah if she could hide it maybe that would help right like but yeah you knew yeah good job al that's how it is thank you no little al was on to things man yeah. it's like a sleuth yep hey i watched some netflix show where uh some dude's a detective and then they have guests playing um, uh we i i have seven minutes left in the third episode but i murderville with will arnett yeah, I don't know who it is, but yeah. Um, he, uh, he plays the detective in the first episode's Conan. The second one is, um, is Marshawn uh, Lynch. Lynch. 
I got yeah. through two episodes and I realized this isn't funny and I'm not watching anymore. Okay. We watched. Hey, look, I'm we, glad you had time for two of those, but Parasite took you four months. We watched. It is. I'm sorry. It, it's. I said like, I didn't have to read it. I didn't have to read Murderville. It's easy. There's improv in it. You and I were in a fucking improv sketch group. There's improv in it. I can relate to this show. It's comedy. Oh my I've God. decided I'm going on Amazon tonight and I'm ordering the Larcher and Lawrence and just... Clark edition positivity jar and we will be filling it with beads based on your positivity and when you're bad, we're taking beads out. Right. So uh, next week Do we it. will have the positivity jar. Order, right here, order it now. Order it now or I don't believe you. Order it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I will. I, even just, I went through the trouble of typing out Murderville. Jar. I went through the trouble of typing out Murderville, putting it up as a graphic on the screen for you to just shit on it before, like I thought we were gonna talk about it for a second. You're like, oh, it sucks. It's ba- I'm not saying it's bad. Um, I'm just not saying it's, it's not for me. Like, so the, I wanted it. I really like it. The like, setup, the concept, the concept of the show. If you haven't watched the trailer for it or seen it, is that Will Arnett's a detective, and he obviously he knows the outcome and everything. And Conan, who came in, the guest who plays his partner. Every guest plays his partner. There's six episodes. It's about a 30 minute show, um, and the the partner doesn't have the script. I, it, it appears they have an outline or something. You know, uh, we used to write some it, like sketch shows that were kind of sketch probed where you'd basically just have an outline of where you needed to get. That's what it right. appeared like they had. They had a beginning, middle, and end. They had scenes, like, but they didn't have a script. It, what I thought, what I found interesting about the first two episode, episodes was that they did a great, um, they did a great job of who is a comedian himself, right? Who's in the business. And then the next one showing the juxtaposition of having an athlete, you know, an, an outgoing right. athlete like Marshawn Lynch. I thought it was fun and to that, see the difference. And that's why and I Marshawn watched two was episodes. Pretty good. Right. That's why I ended up watching two for that exact same there reason. I'm like, all right, I saw, you know, Conan obviously knows what he's doing. Now I want to see Marshawn Lynch do this. And uh, yeah, Marshawn Lynch was pretty good. Um, yeah. See, this is all I'm finding for the positivity jar. It's got some... And I think that's just a jar with positive thoughts. Why are you looking? Why don't you just look up jar? You don't have to buy a positivity jar. You can buy I a, want jar a positivity and jar. You can call if it a positivity, be a positivity jar. jar. Oh my gosh! Yeah, the jar needs to say positivity and something. Maybe not actually, but yeah. it, you need to look at it and go, "That's a positive jar." Ryan, I can't wait uh, to finish this season of Curb. Like we're about three, four episodes into that, but I had to watch uh, Parasite, so I didn't have time to, to get to all of it, so. Um, what is on your Netflix uh, watch list, chat? That's a good question there, Wilson. Uh, chat that one. Guys, if you are watching us, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, head on over to twitch.com slash sportsaddict. Head over to our Facebook page, at Larcher and Lawrenson. We're also on Twitter. You can find us pretty much anywhere. Al needs the name brand positivity jar. See, the thing is, if I buy a positivity jar and it comes with all the positive affirmations already in it, I'm just going to dump those out and then fill it with beads. So, like, I'm going to pour out all the positivity if I buy one of these positivity jars. And I feel like I'm paying extra for the positivity. What's so I get the happen. positivity jar without paying for the positivity. I let me tell you Clark what Clark is going to fill it with the positivity. Let me tell you what what could happen. Hypothetically, we could both have the same guy who gets us, you know, our flowered uh, THC. 
job. And hypothetically, that guy may no longer have their own their own apparatuses to hold on to this flowered THC, right, Al? So yeah. what's going to happen, you know, because they don't have their own bag to give you. I think what's going to happen with this jar, you're going to have it filled with my beads, and you're not going to have another jar, and you're going to have to no, use no, it for no, something no. else. I got, I got because, like a whole set of jars. Let me see. Well, then why do you need I another got, jar? Just grab one of those bought, and write positivity on it. I bought a weed. These are too small. Clark, I need a positivity jar. You can't do this. You know, I'm not going to half-ass it. This is too small. I want a lot of positivity from you. Okay. Yeah, but I bought one of these, like, uh, weed boxes, you know? One of these weed and they, boxes. And they come with a bunch of jars and a grinder. I mean, I had to buy something you know, similar yeah. so the kids wouldn't get into it. Do you have to buy it to keep Rygar away? No, I just wanted something classy. You know, you put your uh, one-hitter in there. Do you, you, know. you leave the Super Bowl on for Rygar when you leave? Just want some mushrooms. Okay. Huh? All right. No, the cat has no interest. If you're going to a war on drug show, I suggest all of those things. To be honest, she's a she's a classy woman, and she's not into uh, she's not into football. Okay, fair, fair. Well, we finally did. Uh, we, finally, we talked about the the Super Bowl. Well, we talked about the spread, not not the spread of the game, which wasn't covered, if you recall. Uh, the one bad beat I saw was uh, when um, when Stafford took the knee at the end of the game. It dropped him from seven seven rushing yards to six rushing yards and a lot of books had the over under at six and a half. I think I have a ceramic jar of Nixon's head. Okay. Like would that, would that, no, it is needs that to a positivity clear, jar? We need to see the positivity. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure if that can be positivity for sure. Yeah. The jar needs to be clear, right? So we know the progress. Absolutely. That's the point. Yes. A, a clear yeah, jar yeah. is the key to that'll, from what I know with having one, that'll keep me wanting it. Are you going to like put it in the background? Maybe we can come up with yeah. a graphic for the show. It's gonna be. The, it's gonna be the. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a little podium. It's I'm gonna get a little round table and just set it in the background behind me. You know, this is kind of nice. It's a crystal. Oh, does it come with beads? I don't know. It's a crystal jar. You know, like I think if I fill that with beads, you could see them. Like I that would be so. a great Larcher and Lawrence and positivity jar. How big? Like you don't know how big this thing is. It's gonna come and it's gonna be tiny. It'll be like when you ordered the urns. That you brought for oh, the yeah, Undertaker, the ba- and you brought the, the baby urns. urns. Yeah, Al was going uh, to a meet and greet where the Undertaker was going to be, and he's like, "I am going to bring an urn." The urn arrived from Amazon, and it was that big. It's a baby urn. Yep. Yeah, but it made for one of the best photographs of all time. Me holding the uh, sure. <laughs> There's a pineapple jar, but again, I, it needs to be clear. Wilson, watch the Dexter reboot for real. I oh wait. That was my uh, that was my jar. COVID watch, if you recall. Pretty Ooh, good. Hey Al, I do see a couple wrestling fans in the chat and whatnot. Um, you was my text to you the first one that you saw. Was it the Cody news? Yeah. Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes are no longer a part of AEW. Uh, something they helped found with Tony yeah. Khan. Um. And you said the same thing I said when I first saw it. Like, it's possibly a work, but there has been a lot of talk of his contract expiring. Uh, well, his contract is definitely show. Right, 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 right. He has said that he wants to, he wants to be done at some point, like early, early a shot. He doesn't want to wrestle the entire time. So, 
I don't know. I saw where, you know, he could get a decent amount of money from WWE and go back, which would be wild. Yeah. And don't you think that it'd be kind of a a pull the rug out from under you crappy shoot? Or, I mean, crappy work right now to do this? No, I mean, if you do it right, because look, they're not lying. Cody's contract has expired, right? Right. And so, I mean, he legitimately is a free agent. And if they just held him off of TV, you know, if he fades out of nowhere, and let's say he wants six months off because he's filming something or, you know, he's working on these TV shows. Right. You know, if if all of a sudden you forget about him, Cody's out of sight, out of mind, and then like Kenny Omega or somebody wins the world title, and out of nowhere Cody comes back, like, all right, you know, they worked us. It was planned all along that he would come back. But I think I would pop within that moment. If all of a sudden he shows up in WWE, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mark out in that moment. So, you know, he he's put himself in a really good position. It was what he intended to do when he asked for his WWE release. He always in- said he intended on going back. Uh, I mean that talk that talk that talk stopped once AEW came around. But right. I think in his mind, you know, I'm still not sure if Cody Rhodes, the man, the actor, the person playing. You know, uh, uh, Cody Runnels. I'm not sure if Cody Runnels is a sociopath, a megalomaniac, um, like he portrays himself to be, or okay. if he's playing a character and he's playing a character really well. I'm still not sure. Huh. And that's good wrestling. You That'd know, that's amazing. good character work. I actually think he's a sociopath. I think he believes his own shit and, you know, uh, how important he is and, you know, I, I think in his mind, he is a god, and uh, I, that's just not a reality Well, uh, then, when you then, actually get down to it. Then if it is, if Cody Runnels is just doing a hell of a job with this, he's doing a great job, right? Yeah, yeah, like right? I'm all in. If that's the case. I just put it up on the screen, like, is this is this how he's coming back? Just like uh, when his dad was forced to leave town after a feud with Kevin Sullivan, came back as the Midnight Rider? And he does like to do his dad's old bits. He does do his dad dad's old bits. I don't know. So that that is, uh, I think that is a real possibility. I think that's a good call. He comes back as the Midnight Rider, or the nighttime, the, the, you know, uh, rampage. Well, he he's the nightmare, the American nightmare. His, his dad was the American dream, so maybe he's the noon rider. No. Yeah, the high high noon Cody, or high, well, I guess that would give it away. Let's right? see here, um, the CJ here. Uh, the CJ asks, uh, I think Cody will be on an indie tour headlining all the indie shows, which, I mean, that'd be great. Like that, I, I'd like to see him do that. That would work. He's, and then also, NWA, NWA needs a top guy. Is he going to go there for Aldis again? I mean, they did that at All In, right? Which, I, 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 he, he did the indie tour already. I think he's above that at this point. And I think it actually lowers his stock. If he is planning a big return with a major company. Wilson, so I think he, he vanishes or he shows up in WWE right away. W. Wilson for life, who I don't think has been watching too much lately, said he saw somewhere that Shane McMahon is rebooting WCW. He read it somewhere. Like, yeah, Shane left the company, but he's still been seen doing some work for the company. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's behind that. Yeah, I mean, Shane didn't leave the company. Shane was fired. Right, 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 right. And there, there were some reports like his ego went crazy at the end. Oh, did Cart did Cardona beat all this already? Or he's well, he's just a top guy. Okay, all right, all right. I'm trying to catch up on NWA. 
I did like the look of that show when Billy Corgan when they when they first brought it back. And Al, I couldn't believe how excited. I mean, we're going way back here. It all in when Cody did beat when Cody beat him for the title. It was that was the greatest wrestling moment that I could remember at the time. And maybe it's recency bias as you brought up earlier, but um I don't know. Um yeah. I just posted the picture of me with the Undertaker and the baby urn. On uh, Twitter. On your Twitter? Uh, had to... On your, our Twitter. Okay. Larcher Lorenton, L-A-R-C-H-E-R-L-O-R-E-N-S-E-N. That's where we are on the Twitter. And we both have great shirts on. Yeah, you're wearing the Cave McNown, aren't you? Oh, man. Look at that. I mean, I can go get it, too. Yeah, he's got the uh, – uh, yeah, I got the Cave McNown tie-dye shirt on. He's got a Muhammad Ali Elvis shirt. So, you know, we both crushed it that day. I, I like to think Mark and I were on the same page, you know, spiritually when we were selecting uh, shirts that morning. Was he the one who said great shirt? No, no. You, you got you got a comment out of people about insane clown posse. What was your shirt for the insane clown posse? I think it was an Elvis Johnny Cash, sir. Okay. Well, yeah, was, I think I had on it was it's a shirt with Elvis Elvis and Johnny Cash together. That's right. And and same clown posse guys like that's a great fucking shirt, man. Dopey or two dopes or and, I don't know who they you, are. Didn't you have a separate shirt with like Hangman Page? Well I had Did a Sturgill you? shirt on. I had the Sturgill Simpson shirt on and Hangman Page pulled me aside. He's <laughs> and we started we talked a little Sturgill Simpson. That's pretty so, badass. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's badass. I enjoy that a lot. Man, he's been a terrible champion. You talk about, like, AEW does so much right, and it's such an enjoyable project uh, pro- product to digest. Like, those wrestling shows are a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I highly recommend, even if you've been out of wrestling for a what's while, so du- you know, tune what, in. What's such a dud about it? What the hell's going on? He's just, it's just like, and it's not just him. Like, it's AEW in general. I think they've been terrible with their champions. I have not cared about one world champion that's been in this company. Wow. I've cared about the wrestlers. Like, you know, I thought when Kenny Omega won it, it was going to be a big crowning moment. And instead, I mean, it was lackluster. And mainly a lot of it was because, you know, Kenny Omega was injured, you know, yeah. uh, so there wasn't a lot to do. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. Do you think some of it's expectation of what the match should be? And do you think part of it yeah. is watching him do so well in NJPW because that product was so different and you're watching something from the other side of the world that helps with the buildup for it? Or do you think AEW is just fucking up their head title or their 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 big title? The CJ is really on this, man. I don't I don't I don't know. Like I don't know why I, I don't invest into the titles. They don't promote it a lot. Like the star of the show should be Hangman Adam Page, and I've been watching for anything but Hangman Adam Page. I've been watching. I've been really intrigued by the Cody stuff. You yeah. know, the crowd booing Cody and telling him to shut the fuck up has been delightful. Like, I wanted to see the progress of where that was going. You know, if Cody was going to have to force himself to become heel, if this whole thing was an act. Like, I was really – it was the first time in a long time I'd been really into Cody Rhodes. Wow, and, really? You know, it, yeah, like, I mean, I was digging what, what was going on because there was, like, an element of real life to it. And now with him leaving the company, uh, it shows that there was a lot of real life to it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just – I don't know. You know, they just had Hangman Adam Page. He had a bloodbath with uh, with Lance Archer. 
But I don't even feel like there was a lot of build up to that. You know, it was just like, all right, these guys are fighting. You know, Lance Archer's a badass. It's going to be violent. And it was, and they was delivered that, on that. He and but Danielson. there was no, like, reason for it. I think I liked Ian Danielson, right? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was intriguing. That was fine. Like, I was interested in that whole, that whole deal. I, that was a good match, but so Lance, more, I cared more about it. I cared more about Brian Danielson winning the title than I do Adam Page. Sure, I'd rather see Brian sure. Danielson as the world champion right now. The, the problem there is if, if you do that, then you'll have the, the folks who are, you know, never AEW folks will be like, oh, you're just going to give it to the WWE guy, right? Maybe. Like, I, I mean, I get it. They want, uh, you got to do what's best for your company, though, at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Man, when you would talk about Lance Hoyt or Lance Archer, same difference, right? Yeah. You had him built up as something that I just haven't seen him used as. Like right, the the murder hawk. The, the, he's a monster. Like he's, uh, I don't know. It it doesn't seem to be working the same way for some reason, and I'm not quite sure why. Well, I mean, number one, you have him with Jake the Snake Roberts, who's God. I love Jake the Snake Roberts, mm-hmm. and if this was you know ten fifteen years ago when I really wanted to see him as a manager, I think it would have been great. But he he you know he's he's a dust ball now. I mean, he's like seventy five years old. You can, he has a bad back. He could barely move. You could probably you know, and, bring him out every like fifth time with him, right? It, Lance Archer's a, a massive. Lance Archer is a massive size too. You know, he's almost yeah. seven foot. He's probably you know six nine, six eight. Jake the Snake is bigger than ninety percent of the AEW roster. <laughs> so when AEW when he's out there, you have this seventy year old man towering over these guys who are supposed to be tough wrestlers, and it, it almost makes Lance Archer seem less impressive. I don't know. It just okay. it, it doesn't it doesn't work. All right. The whole pack doesn't work. Okay, I see. Yeah, and yeah, it's not Archer's gonna... a jobber. That is another issue. He's a jobber for the champs. Like he's the best non. He's, he's the Buffalo Bills. He's yeah. the... we'll lose it four oh, times Bills. in a row. Good. Yeah, and Jake the Snake is Marvel Levy. That's perfect. Oh man. <sighs> Jake the Snake is Marvel Levy. He uh, still lives in Chicago, like in Lincoln Park. Mark yeah, Levy, I love that, man. In the cities, late 90s, I think. I, I heard Bernstein talking about him, how he, yeah. he ran into him a few years ago at the store. And, like, uh, Marv was just asking asking him about something. He's like, wait a minute, are you Marv Levy? Crazy. That is crazy. He was on TV around here for a, for a few minutes. Uh-oh, what's that? Oh, that's you and Cody. And the business bear when we uh, we put together a plan for AEW. What was the business bear? Bernard the business bear. Did he have him on AEW shows? Um, I, he might have been at that first show we went to. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't recall. This is the point of the show where I look at my notes, where I'm I'm enjoying my my beverage here. Yeah, that's the best. I'm glad you got that. I'm a little pissed that I never got that. You got the you and uh, L. Archer got a photo with both Kogan. That's crazy. That that picture there, the uh, the twelve year old in me would love to be a part of. There's you and Ogre. Hell yeah! The Revenge of the Nerds. Don Gibb, our buddy, our pal. When's he coming on the show? Oh, hey, I thought we were having our our guys, the uh, the tag team from Georgia, were going to be on the show. Did did you book that yet? 
We got to we got to I got to make that happen. I got to make that happen. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, you do. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. This is the point of the show where I try to look at notes that I've taken throughout the week to make sure that I've uh talked about things. Yeah. supposed to be leaving at three o'clock in about oh yeah i was going to be leaving at three o'clock in about seven hours from now to drive to red lion pennsylvania to bring a bunch of segway batteries to get them recharged but i don't know if you've noticed we're either going to have a snowstorm or a rainstorm so i decided maybe i shouldn't be driving there and coming back thursday during this big snowstorm rainstorm but looking ahead to next week, there's possible rain and snow Tuesday night through Thursday. So I think I'm going to try to leave Sunday midday and stay somewhere along along the way and try to get back here late Monday night. That's the new plan. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right I'm in. Let's go. All right. I'll break some sandwiches. You like oh, liver sausage? You're off. I Let's am fucking off. take a road trip. Let's do it. My my one thought was I may have to leave on a Tuesday and be at a hotel. And much like you did the show from the road one time down in Austin, I thought I was going to have to do that. Um, if you seriously want to plan it, I am I am all in. And we would probably have to um, we'd probably have to talk to some of the Twitch listeners at least once in a while. Some of our buddies here on Twitch about it because this sounds like a, I mean I wouldn't want to have to work the whole time, but it seems like something to do. Yeah. What would you pack? There's you and Jake. Liver sausage. Liver sausage. Okay. I'll do a peanut butter and jelly. There's you and Pillman back in the day. Wilson is a big fan of liverwurst, Larcher. Oh, so good, man. Um, I am flying to Arizona on Tuesday, March 22nd uh, with the whole family. I am starting negotiations. I'd like to get a room of my own to broadcast live and do the show, much like you did when you went on a trip. Oh, there you are with um, another one with Brian Pillman. Brad, Brad Michaels. Yeah, Brad Michaels. Good. He had the sports machine. Brad, that was George Michael in the sports machine. For those of you young folks... Look up uh, George Michael and the Sports Machine. I took that picture. That's pretty good. Is that Archer? Yeah. Lance Archer? Not not Al Larcher. Lance Archer. No. Um, what was your favorite match from our Warriors show on Saturday night, Al? <sighs> I don't know that I had one. I don't, don't feel like you can't pull up the... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go Gringo Loco, just, uh, just uh, you know, as, as, a, as a confidence vote. But, yeah, I don't – nothing really stood out. I don't, I don't remember a match being like, holy damn. It got – it got Everything the – uh, good, though. It got the fans behind it. 
And he, I told you it was my second time seeing him live. It was it was very it was very nice to catch him. So uh did you like Sam Adonis, Adonis and Lince Dorado for the uh Lucha title? No. That one's yeah, I don't like that. That land that Sam Adonis is a turd. Okay. Then yeah, you yelled at him, he yelled back. One thing about it, you go with Al Larcher to a a wrestling show and he's the best at yelling things. He yelled something at him. Sam Adonis, the he you know, he came back at him with something about a girl not having a girl or something, you know, like a wrestler would do. The whole the crowd laughed. But then the challenger, Dorado, right? Yeah. Dorado Let's grabbed his Dorado. belt. He grabbed the, the Lucha championship belt and was holding it and everything. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I'm just going to look real quick. Uh, the comedy match, Warhorse and Dalton Castle. Oh, yeah, a lot of ass. A lot of ass in that match. You mentioned that Warhorse... Went against Cody? Yeah. Was that on the TNT Open or something? Like when he was doing the Open Championship or when they weren't, when they had no crowd, right? It, w- it was the Open Championship. And uh, yeah, there, I don't think there was a crowd. Or it was, remember they had like wrestlers sitting at ringside. Right, right. And uh, yeah, it was pretty flat. I mean, it wasn't a good performance. And uh, they haven't used him since. Like, I think so. they were being great to indie wrestlers then, letting them be in the crowd, right? Like giving them, paying them. Yeah to be there uh sky blue and miranda lies lees yeah sky blue uh 21 year old uh, chicago wrestler wow uh she's she's, she's just uh, just getting started um you know she's 20 t- just turned 22 that's amazing her total rate rating on cage match the internet wrestling database is 7.24 on a 10 scale pretty good from 20 votes her average rating is 7.3. Birthplace is New York City. But well, I'll be damned. Sounds like she's local. Um, and then uh, I'm just trying to get an idea of what we saw. You mentioned the, the four-way with uh, Gringo Loco in there. Uh, the acclaimed against Brian Cage and Casey Navarro. They had, a great, uh, they had a great promo before the match. That got some got some uh, replays later on. What do you have there, Al? Uh, that's my hot dog at the Tokyo Dome. I still have no idea what I ate on top of it. What but it was is phenomenal. That? Is that a mayonnaise? Like I want to, I want to bring that to Chicago and can you, and, you know. Can you post that to Twitter real quick, guys? If if if, if you you stepped away from your t- from your uh, show here, Al's going to post it on Larcher and Lawrence and on Twitter. What it looked like a mayonnaise, like it maybe came it out of a, a tube. And I feel like there was honey. There was like a sweetness to it. What did you think and of the dog? I think there were sea, sea, seaweed flakes on top of it. It was fantastic. Okay. It really was. Like it was, uh, it was damn good. Okay. Well, I'm in. I'm absolutely in. Um, you want to talk about the match that I missed? Santana? beating Mike Bailey? Yeah, that was an intense match. You know, Santana, of course, fighting Jericho uh, Wednesday night, you know, as, as there's, a, there's a feud brewing between Jericho and Santana. Uh, it was good to see Santana come and work local. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he was physical. He was violent. And, and that was probably the match of the night, in all honesty. 
you know, Speedball was on fire. He was he was working a heavy kick offense. You know, I, I believe he probably has a kickboxing background. And, uh, you know, it was a tough match. And I uh, really enjoyed that one. So. Um, that was when I was walking back to my car because I got paranoid that I might have gotten towed because I was parked right in front of a city building. And I didn't remember if I looked at the signs very well. There were parking lot drawings. The, the 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 space was drawn out. Right, but I like, thought it was drawn out for city officials. Maybe I don't know. I was overly city concerned. Officials I had to walk outside. Do you know how cold it was that night? City. Was it? It was single digits, and and it had just dropped that day. It was single we digits. The match there. was seventeen minutes and fifty three seconds. I made it back with two minutes left. I was walking there, and then I got halfway back and couldn't remember if I shut the the door, shut the uh, the back hatch. So I walked back this again. Guy, it, this guy's sitting next to me, and he oh, goes, I I, I'm paranoid. I need to go check if my car has been towed. Mm-hmm. And I go to him. I'm like, Clark, let's stop and think about the logic here for a second. If you walk outside in the freezing cold and you go to your car and it's been towed, the rest of your night is ruined. If you sit here and you enjoy the rest of the wrestling show, and we go out there and your car is towed, your night is ruined after you had some enjoyment. Or it's still there and there's never been a problem. So sit down and relax. I don't but no, know. He had to go. He had to go think in Cicero, Illinois, that the towing cars. And it was very, very cold. Uh oh. Are you are you slandering suburbs there, Larcher? I don't recall. I mean, I don't think you're slandering. I I'm a fan of the suburbs. You're the anti-suburb. Guy. I'm scared I of the suburbs. The, I don't know. I, I don't know what they. I am scared of. I'm scared of. I don't, I don't know where to park in the suburbs. I don't understand. There's these big anywhere, parking lots everywhere. But I don't understand why. Why can I just park anywhere? Like what is that about? It's because fucking scary. Because space. It's there's so space damn people can scary. It's so scary. It's, oh, this is a bit now. You know, you're doing a whole bit here. You're doing Scary it. You're, you're a bit. Wow. Did they serve it to you with that bite out of it? No, I had that bite. That bite was me. So, the, all right. So, think, for honestly, those of you listening a, on the podcast, look, look at our look at, at Larcher Lawrenson on Twitter. But, yeah, it looks like it was squeezed out of a tube, the white, which I think looks like mayonnaise. And to me, it looks like the yellow there. You mentioned honey. But it's it's got more of like a, a mustardy color to it, and then they got a little like uh you know they, they threw some oregano on it. What what is it? So, okay, so there was two things I ate in Tokyo. I had no idea what I ate. One of them I suspect was horse meat, which was incredible. Uh, wow. I ate I ate a meat. It was a mystery little, meat. Little Tony Soprano right there, pile. Meat. I tried I tried communicating, asking what it was, and I thought I was asking for more when they brought out a free sample. <laughs> so that was, that was uncomfortable. But I really just wanted to, I wanted to order more. Like it was good meat. And then later, when I finally got home, I was like looking up different meats they eat in Tokyo that they wouldn't eat in Chicago. And horse meat was the top runner. And then this hot dog, I still have no idea what was on it. I, I seem to remember it being sweet, and then that that the white is almost like a cream cheese. Oh, okay. And that's honey on top with maybe some seaweed flakes. Oh, okay. What out of ten? What do you give it? It was like it was a good eight. You wow, know, it was, that's it was great. so unique. Yeah. It was so unique to to my taste buds. Like we ended up going to Pizza Hut. And we got pizza. Yeah, how was Pizza was, Hut in Tokyo? It was fucking disgusting. Really? Man. Like, you know, there was 
fish all over it, and like it was just bad. So like, it was worse idea. than it was worse than regular Pizza Hut here. Yes, wow. it was different. It was a completely different concept of pizza. I want to ask about this it, Tokyo Dome beer that's sitting right behind yeah. it. Like you made sure to get that in the frame. Great shot. You did a good job with your shot. I bet you kind of regretted that you didn't get a picture before you took the bite of it. Not really. No. Okay. No. I mean, I wanted to show a little artist that it's not just art; it's food, man. I and that was my artistic vision for it. You did. And I know you. You like you. You and your hipsters with your twirly mustaches love, uh, uh, you know, the shots of of untouched food. But I feel like food is best pictured when there's a, something taking out of it I to don't show know. that this if is we, a, this is pull, a performance piece. If this we, isn't a performance piece. This is food. If we had a poll of all of the uh, generations and cultures and races and everything of, of all Americans, I think that most would decide that if, if, if you're going to do a picture of food and put it somewhere on the socials, it's got to be the full thing. But I do enjoy that you did not. I enjoy yours as well. I just want to let you know that. Okay, so I found a similar hot dog. Here? No, it's like weird things to eat at the Tokyo Dome. Okay. Let's see. American relishes dogs. You take a look at hot dogs or red pepper pork. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to. Uh... Anyways. Yeah, what were we talking about? <sighs> positivity jars. We got to get a positivity yeah. jar. Did you find one yet? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a lead on a on a positivity jar, please get it to us. Uh Dante Martin against Bandito. And then we got okay. and then Good. we got to see uh we got to see the Briscoe brothers, them boys against the Workhorsemen. And the Briscoe brothers successfully defended their Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship there. They were fun. They I, I mentioned to you that they really um we saw them what three four years ago, and uh, they, they were great then. But their characters have developed, and they're great. I'd, I'd well, like you to, keep saying that. I, I my take is they've always been great. And no, no, no. I thought I thought they were, were great. Better when they were younger. I thought they were great four years ago. I think they've fine tuned who they are. I think they're fantastic. Um, I want to see them on TV. Also, maybe yeah, they, I'd like to see that AEW match with uh, them and uh, Dax and uh, the AEW guys, Dax and Harwood, yeah, with the revival. Um, and Thunder Rosa beat Athena for the world. Or I'm sorry, I I, I, I did get that wrong. Uh, the the announcer had it wrong too. Um, she she announced that winner of the match when it wasn't. It was a time limit draw. There was a 30 minute time limit, and they went the full 30, and so it was a draw, but. Still, the world champion of warrior wrestling was Thunder Rosa. And then she went off on the crowd, and it was weird. I did and catch then... a couple of people. I heard a few things like uh, ripping on the smallest of, uh, of a mistake that actually – they were on top of a turnbuckle, and it wasn't that bad. Like, it was just a – somebody – she kind of dropped her like a couple inches, and I think – it was just a dude who was ready to pounce. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what pissed yeah. her off, from what well, I heard. And, and then the press, you know, the, the local wrestling press, and the, the you know, uh, the, the, this whole movement that everything has to have a political message. 
they started using the word racist in there. And racist. that started becoming that that became the national headline. Thunder Rosa goes up on racist uh, it was, fans. No, no, which no. It was, I don't think was the story whatsoever. I think it was it was a sexist story, perhaps. Right? Like that's she was pissed at the dudes that were ripping on her. It definitely wasn't racist. That's crazy. I'm telling you the the uh, the stories like uh, cage inside seats. Thunder Rosa rips shouting racist remarks during match. Oh, that's fucked up. She never once mentioned racist. She never, I don't think so either. She never once. Everyone was that's confused was as to what about. the whole thing was. Right. She she definitely wasn't pissed about racism. That fucking that. That's a problem. That that these you know, and there's always been a problem with the dirt sheets and stuff that are out there. But the fact that that they're can picking, you hear me playing it or no? No. No. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to play it, I... Is it out there? Here, I'm just going to send you a... I'll send you a link in the uh, private chat. All right. I'll try that. to play it. She, I, I'm positive she never said it. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. I felt like I was at, like, a, a school... Um, a school, like, intermission, or, like, a school assembly... And, like, you know, one of the teachers is going off on all the students, and none of the students know what what was going on. I don't want to discredit it, like, but I didn't hear anything. Like, and she didn't mention, I don't think so. Like, I guess that's the national story, and everybody I've seen who's there goes has been like, I don't think there was anything. You know, there was a comment, somebody during the match yelled, uh, pull pull her weave off. But my understanding, it was a black dude who yelled that to, to Athena. Which, I mean, doesn't make it right or wrong. It's still a stupid thing to yell. And the entire crowd started chanting, fuck that guy. Oh. Yeah. So I, I didn't mean, even, I didn't we even were catch all that. On the, we were all on the side that that guy was an asshole. Right. But I don't think that's what set her off. It was something at the end. Are you able to play it or not? Yeah, hang on. I'm just, uh, it's coming here. I'm going to tell you Like the, the announcer came over to her, just like asking her a question, you know, as part of the storyline and whatnot. Yeah, and she went for it. like. I mean, I'm. I love that she stood stood up for herself there, but she didn't say anything no about what she did. People talking about racist stuff there. That's. But that's what the, that's what the headline became. That's and that's like if you go on Twitter and you read about the story, that's what it is. And I feel like there's just a lot of that going on in the world right now. We're, we're the, people it, want to write it's their own it on more. It's egging it on more. I'm not. I'm, we can always do better, but the folks that the the you know the publications like that that put that out there just that's not good. When it wasn't there, that sucks, Al. Yeah, it's, I'm with you. Uh, I had no idea that they were calling it racist because it. And it's not to say there isn't uh, you know racism at these uh, at shows. Dude, like, there it, absolutely it, is. It, I mean, it, in, in twenty in twenty twenty one, really like twenty fifteen on. I mean, most of that is gone from wrestling. 
wrestling's now an extremely liberal audience. Like, I think so. You know, I mean that that's where you, that's the crowd you get, and everyone's woke, and everybody's all for the women's movement. Most people, you know. But then again, you're in Cicero, Illinois, which is a pretty tough neighborhood. You know, right. I mean that, that's a neighborhood that they might not be as woke to you know uh, women's rights as, as other areas. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Like, what are you gonna do? Well. And but I think the crowd was drama. a mix of there were some folks like so you, like you are great at knowing what's going on and you're great at, at yelling things that get the heels to say something back. You're great at you know at, at the chance at chanting things for for the face like the Gringo logo. We we had yeah. his back during that right, but there were some people there that weren't quite in the know and they they remember being at wrestling shows and just yelling shit. Did you, did you feel that at all from people? Like they were just like, Oh yeah, this is where he does this. Like, you know, you, you heard a few people saying things like that who really didn't know what they were yelling. were just trying to make their friends feel happy. Right. Like they make their friends laugh, you know? I don't know. Well, anyways, I really enjoyed the show. I do too. Thunder Rose is one of my favorite wrestlers right now. She's, yeah, Thunder Rose is on fire. She's I on wish fire. I could have seen her match, but instead I got the offensive line blocking me. Uh, but oh, we didn't even bring you know. that up. The cameraman just sat in that fucking corner the whole time. The whole time. So we had the cameraman, like we couldn't seeds. see any of the moves in the middle of the ring. That's right. No. Oh, it was crazy. I made I, I made a little comment on Facebook about it. I was going to do a whole thing. I'm like, I'm not right. I'm not going to. Gonna bitch that much about this, but uh, you're not doing somebody, a yelp. Uh, you're not gonna yelp them on it. They were they were they were posting pictures from that cameraman, and I'm like, oh well, I'm glad he, you know he was able to see. I mean, were they were they pretty good pictures? Yeah, they were because it was no. a good fucking view, and we had yeah. it. <laughs> and it wasn't just yeah. us. That entire section was, you know, when I complained loudly about it. Yeah, everybody so else like, was. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. That's funny. So, anyways, you know, what did we learn today? We learned liver sausage is amazing. Yep. Liverwurst. Um, we learned, um, you know, uh, it put the kids in one party. We we found out that the Larcher and Lawrence show is getting a swear jar. You know, well, I might have to take that trophy back. I think it's a positivity if, if, jar. A positivity jar. If that if you don't fill up that jar like halfway by uh, six months from now, the trophy comes back. This is where we remind the Clark Bars and the alcoholics that there is no asterisk there. There is no asterisk on the trophy. Should be. Your, um, your headshot's a little out of the frame right now. I'm sorry about that, bud. That's disappointing. I mean, it's... Let me, let me just fix that just a little bit here. How many pictures of Michael Jordan do you need, really? There we go. I mean, two's, two's a decent amount. Like, just two, Al. Where's it's Walter one, Payton? You it's, Walter one, Payton? it's one more than yours. No. You know what? Maybe I can make a nice nice Christmas present for you. Three. I think I see three now. There's the, this one, that one. Three. Three Price Jordan? Jam. Where? Okay, two. I'm seeing two. You're and right. That, and, that, and that's a clock, the license to jam with the whole thing. Found in an alley by, uh, by an old KJ named Toby and given oh. to me. Oh, and then there's the only picture that I've ever seen of my dad playing basketball is uh, right there. Uh, oh, that's cool. Playing high school basketball. I didn't, I didn't see it until he passed. That's it's really crazy. cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really damn cool. I made sure that we got that in a frame at, 
at the uh at the funeral home. So uh well, buddy. Are you at all serious about taking a road trip with me or no? You said what, Sunday morning? No, it'd be Sunday after we got home from the hockey game. Hockey game? There's a 2 o'clock Chicago Blackhawks hockey game. We're taking the – we got the parents. uh, Skip that. They have a third – I know. I would love to. But I – I mean, we have a, her parents share tickets with two other uh, families or what have you. So they have a third, but, you know, they're like, they're doing their Florida thing retired right now. So we get their tickets. So we're going to buy Hazel a ticket and then we're going to try to wear Vera because she is pretty short, but we're going to try to make her look smaller than she is and just walk right in with her. Like she's, she's three. I think under, I think they actually have an inches limit and I think she actually does hit it. But we want to make sure. So we're going to get Hazel a standing room only ticket, and then we're going to put them both on our laps at the. Do you think that's fair or foul? Is that, or is that just being smart parents? The kids are going to sit on your lap for four hours. In no, no, no. We're going to be there for the for the anthem, and maybe for a period, and then we're going to go out and like find Tommy Hawk so they can see the mascot and shit. Like we're gonna walk around. It's gonna be a, a cheap way like to go. C, this sounds like seed abuse. This is. <laughs> I, I'm against this completely. Are you gonna take a beat out of the positivity jar? This absolutely. is negativity. Yeah. The, the 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 jar is gonna be empty for a long time. I feel like. Man, mm-hmm. I can't wait to just hear the sound of dropping a positivity bead in your little jar, and then uh, the sound of it pouring out whenever you you know you go too far. I know she heard it too. And I made sure to pour it loud. Oh, gosh, I feel awful. Lauren said to me later, I said, all right, so I figured out a way that she can eat her food again. She goes, yeah, you feel bad about threatening the whole jar? And I go, no, I don't. (laughs) But I kind of do. I'm going to be honest. I kind of do. I hope Hazel's not watching this now. I don't, you know, this guy's bitching. He's hitting me up here on on the, the, uh, the phone thing. Bitching about how bad thing. Monday Night Raw is and how you uh, you know how can you have positivity for this product? And it's like, don't watch it. There's music I don't like. You know what I do? I don't sit and bitch to everybody about how shitty their music is. People, Only you, Clark. People hate uh, watching. I just don't Thank listen you. to it. Yeah, you, people hate watching. I don't bitch about music. What's this 80s shit? Um, uh, people hate watch everything, right? People hate watch it. That's what it is. Ah, buddy. Is it Monday? It's been another fantastic show. No, it's Tuesday. They're talking about last night's show. Oh, I want to watch some of the Brock stuff from last night. I hope to God Cody doesn't show up tonight. Well, what it? At uh, yeah, what? He would be showing up at uh, what's it called? At NXT. Is NXT live these days? Yeah. They're talking about NXT, right? I don't know. They have I, who the fuck knows? I, I know. These people and their gripes, over it. I'm done with people griping. Do you hate I'm the only you, person who should be allowed to gripe. I, I was just going to say, you're, you're sick of King people griping. King of the world, griping. my friend. King of the world. You were happy to see that that's still your name on my phone, weren't you? I was. It is the sports addict that you've been watching tonight. Thank you to everybody in the Twitch chat and all of the chats. 
That was, uh, I had a good time talking about everything but sports earlier. I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. You're welcome. Very kind. This really is a lifestyle show. It is. I mean, it's called the sports attic, but it's more of a, an attic of life. Search funny jars. I don't think funny jars is going to get you. And the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Boob jazz fun. I'd like to thank Clark. Well, folks, we'll be back next week at 6.30. Maybe Al and I will have been on a road trip with liverwurst sandwiches. Yeah, we'll get some liverwurst for sure. All right. Until next week, catch us wherever you catch your podcast later. Go download it. Why not? What out there? What out there tonight? Did you ever take a dumb man? You feel like you just slept for twelve hours. Uh?